0: Last night on Global News, we had a fascinating news story about recycling and about what goes in and what goes out. And, the, I mean, this is something that we all have to deal with every week. You know, the garbage comes and you're, you know, and you got, right now, I I somehow missed recycling uh, last time around. It's every other week, obviously, and now I, my whole back deck is just full of boxes and just, you know, just recycling, recyclables blown around. And, you know, part of the, part of the thing I wonder about is how much of all of this crap that I'm putting in there is actually supposed to go in there. And then, you know, if, if I'm getting it wrong, what's happening to all of it? Last night, Melanie Zettler on Global News asked some pretty tough questions about uh, what goes in and what goes out. Here is what she found out about coffee cups.
1: I see people thinking they're doing something good when they have their coffee cup and it's got a little bit of coffee in it. They're contaminating all the material that's inside that bin now. So now this whole thing is going to go in the garbage? The whole thing is going to end up in the garbage most Into likely. Into landfill. Okay. So what should that person have done with well, their little bit of coffee? Well, first of all, they should have put it in the garbage. Are not any in coffee the, cups recyclable? Not the ones, they're low paper grade, first of all, and they've got this paint on it, and then they've got this moisture barrier that's on the inside. No, it's not recyclable because it's got so many different resins mixed up.
0: Well, that's a bit of a shocker. Uh, Then, of course, there's the whole issue with black plastic. How much black plastic do you take home? I mean, I get tons of it because I eat out a lot. I get a lot of takeout containers, and those black plastic pieces, I don't know if you know that, they don't go in there, not allowed. Let's skip over that and let's go to uh, the thing that just shocked me. And I had no idea about this because I eat a lot of wheel. I enjoy the wheel. Uh, I I love the ZAW, I can't get enough of it. And so often when it comes to recycling, there's a stack of pizza boxes. But what? what?
1: I don't think any of my friends realize that if this huge pizza box has grease on it, it can't be recycled. No. What I do in my own home, actually, is I cut the top off and put the top in the blue bin, and I put the bottom in the garbage.
0: The, the voice you're hearing there talking to Melanie Zettler is Grace Myoni, who is the City Toronto Director of Processing and Resource Management. She joins me on the phone right now. And, and Grace, you, you cut up your pizza
1: boxes? I do. <laughs> the, the part that's got the grease on it, I take it and I put it into the garbage bin. Because I know when it gets to the processor, that's going to be considered contamination, which increases our processing fees.
0: So it's not so much that it doesn't get recycled. Does it actually just go to landfill or is it just a question of increasing fees?
1: It's um, sometimes... What happens is when our facility, the contract we have in place, is the processing fee is established on the contamination at the front end. There are aud- audits done every day to identify what the contamination rate is. If that pizza box shows up in the audit, that's going to go into the pile of what they call contamination. Right now, the contamination rate's at 30% with the City of Toronto Blue Box program.
0: How does that compare to other major centres?
1: Um, they're, you know what? I can't really answer that right now. I don't really know what their numbers are at.
0: Are you um, happy with 30%? No, we're not.
1: We're not happy. It costs us a lot more money in processing fees. And also what it does is it costs the, our fiber materials becomes unmarketable. The so, more contamination there is.
0: So then give me a sense of, of, of you know, when I have the right recyclable, let's, let's talk about the pasta jar Uh, I I put the lid back on it. I don't rinse it out, but I, I leave the label on it. It goes in. They pick it up. Tell me about the journey of that pasta
1: jar. Yeah, the sauce, the jar for the sauce. Yeah, that one. Ideally, we like to rinse it out. I'll tell you why. Because in most cases, that jar is glass. In the process, whether it's during the collection where the truck picks it up or when it's dropped off on the floor of the processing, it might break. That residue that's on the inside, that food residue, now gets onto other recyclable materials. In most cases, it's the fiber that um, gets contaminated. Now that fiber becomes non-recyclable. with fiber, I mean newspaper, um, anything that's fiber.:
0: All right, let's let's back it up then. Let's say that I'm a better citizen than I actually am, and I have rinsed. I have cleaned off the label. Uh, I have a pristine jar in my blue box. It gets picked up. Now tell me where it goes.
1: It uh, then comes over to one of our transfer stations from here. It gets put onto a trailer and hauled over to our um, contractor pro- uh, processor that's located in North York, and there it gets dropped on their tipping floor, and then it goes through a sorter, uh, a sorting process um, at our contractor's facility, facility, most of the sorting is done um, it's technical it's not manual sorting so it's optical sorters and magnets and you know all kinds of technology working on separating the commodities over there so your glass would um, go through the system and then get dropped off into the area where glass should end up
0: okay so What do you believe when you're at the cocktail party and people find out what it is that you do? I'm I'm gonna guess that you're just absolutely you spend the rest of your night asking questions about what goes in and what goes out. What's the number one question you get?
1: The number one question, really, is is it really get recycled? Uh, You know, they hear all these rumors that, you know, we collect it, we spend money collecting it separately, and it ends up in landfill. That's not true. The City of Toronto has a very robust system happening uh, with our blue bin. Um, It's just that the, the, the materials, the packaging materials, are changing so fast that even myself, sometimes I have to think, well, is this recycling or isn't it? And then, you, you know, you start investigating. And I talk to my processors. They're the first ones. Sometimes I go to and say, hey, is this new film plastic? Is it good to go into the process into the blue box or not? Um, but yeah, I answer a lot of questions, and but the the message that I like to say is that, yes, we do seventy um, percent you know about one hundred and eighty thousand uh, tons of blue bin material we collect on an annual basis, and then um, about fifty thousand of that becomes you know it 's a thirty percent contamination, so that 's about fifty thousand gets um, goes to landfill, and then the rest is separated into its separate commodities and marketed.
0: So then, what
1: is it? Marketed. It gets recycled.
0: Yes. It gets recycled. It actually does. I mean, I know I understand that the city of Toronto doesn't, you know, it it moves off to another vendor and then you're not responsible for it. But you think that that glass jar somehow has another life ahead of it?
1: Yes. Yes, it definitely does. Um, one of the obligations for the contractors that do purchase our materials is that it goes to beneficial use. It gets recycled or repurposed. Uh, in most cases, you know, it gets broken down with the glass. It gets um, down to a fine sand, and then, rep- uh, you know, it's another product is made from it.
0: Uh, Melanie uh, Zettler, when in her piece, asked you, uh, I thought, a poignant question about black plastic. There's so much of it. Why is the city not outlawed if, if it's just going to landfills?
1: Well, we're you know, we're talking to all the stakeholders right now. Um, there's a few changes happening at the provincial level with the extended producer responsibility. Um, that All those discussions are currently happening. We're not just avoiding it. We are currently having these discussions with all stakeholders. Um, and that perhaps might be one of the recommendations that comes through that we do end up banning it. But I can't say that's for sure what's going to happen yet.
0: Grace, thank you so much for being with us. Appreciate that.
1: Okay, no problem.
0: That is uh, Grace Maione, who is the City of Toronto Director of Processing and Resource Management. And tonight on Global News, and you can listen along right here on this radio station, Melanie has uh, another part to her look at recycling. And tonight she will have a tour of the 160,000-square-foot multi-recycling facility in North York that processes all of Toronto's recycling unbelievable visuals inside and you get to see it with your own eyes the sort of thing that you would just never see so you get to see that tonight on global news and the strange things that people think or wish will be recycled we'll show you some of that tonight that's uh, with melanie zettler on global news tonight